Welcome, ladies, to the Real Estate Investor Show, providing inspiration, strategies, and insight to empower women investors to live balanced and financially free lives. Now, here are your co-hosts, Liz and Andressa. So on today's show, we have Monique Hom, and she is just a powerhouse woman, right, Andressa? Yes, she is. She's just amazing. Like, Absolutely we could, amazing. We could be talking to her for hours. Forever, right? She's the founder of the real estate, um, you know, investor goddesses. She's got some amazing resources. She aligns with, with our mission so much. So she's just, she's just great. And she's also a real estate investor and syndicator with over 14 years of experience. I think she owns something close to like 1,300 units. So she's been through the last recession. She's got so many great insight, insights to share with us today. We do talk about everything that's happening in our world. I think what was most helpful, and I think you'll get something out of this, she actually breaks down the meaning of crisis and how it has both danger and opportunity. And she gives some great tips and suggestions on how to poise yourself so you can take control of your life and also take control of the potential opportunities that are going to be in front of us. Absolutely. And also she addressed what you can do now, right? We're in the middle of this quote unquote crisis or opportunity, depending how you look at it. And she shared with, with us, what are the strategies that she is in contact with other leaders and thoughtful people that are not just sitting down, you know, eating potato chips, <laughs> right? They're thinking they're in like problem solving mode. And she shared very specific tips for you to run your rentals right now and also give the support to your tenants so you can strive during this time. This Absolutely. is like a must for you now. And I hope you guys stay at home and <laughs> safe. So enjoy the episode. Interest rates are sky high in 2023 and buying a rental property means you could get stuck with an eight, nine or 10% mortgage rate. But what about a 2.99% rate with rent to retirement? Rent to Retirement has 2.99% seller financing available on turnkey properties. You heard that right. That's a seller financed 2.99% interest rate with an average cash flow of over $900 per month. Plus, they've got options where you can put as little as 5% down with no PMI. As the nation's leading turnkey investment company, Rent to Retirement helps investors build headache-free, high cash flow rental portfolios. And since their properties are fully turnkey, newly built or renovated, leased and managed, anyone can invest, even those who aren't into landlording. So what are you waiting for? This 2.99% rate deal won't last long. To learn more, visit renttoretirement.com. That's renttoretirement.com or text REI to 33777. Again, text REI to 33777. Top real estate investors love to talk about how they save so much on taxes, but how are they able to build rental property empires while skirting Uncle Sam? 1031 exchanges. 1031 exchanges allow you to defer capital gains taxes while you sell an investment property, exchanging your old property for a bigger, better one and avoiding the tax man while you do it. And that's where First American Exchange Company comes in. They're the leaders in 1031 exchanges. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just starting, First American Exchange can help you with simple rental property exchanges, complex commercial real estate investments, reverse exchanges, and more. Don't let your taxes eat into your profits. Visit First American Exchange Company at firstexchange.com or call them at 800-556-2520. That's firstexchange.com or 
800-556-2520. Keep your money in your pocket and propel your portfolio further at firstexchange.com. First American Exchange Company does not provide tax or legal advice. Consult your financial, real estate, tax, or legal advisor about your circumstances. First American Exchange Company. Safe, smart, secure. Welcome back, ladies. This is Liz. And this is Andressa. Welcome back to the Real Estate Investor Show, where we're on a very big mission to support women in serving them and in, in creating financial freedom and living a balanced life. We do every week and we're excited, super excited to have Monique Holm on our show this week. Uh, Monique, welcome to our show. Thank you so much for having me. We have like similar missions. I feel like I'm with soul sisters here. Yeah, that's right. We're with our soul sister on the West Coast since we're on the East Coast, you know? That's right. Um, Monique's got an amazing journey. She's doing amazing things, just so similar to what we're up to with the Real Estate Invest Her community. And, you know, we're just really excited to, to have her on and talk a lot about her story and her journey. I'm going to start with a tip for everyone, right, Andressa? We like to share something useful for, for our ladies that are listening and taking this in, um, something kind of quick and, and uh, useful, yeah. right? What's going on with you? So, you know, for, for a lot of us, we've been in the, the realm of adjusting, right? We're all adjusting in this, this new uh, pandemic situation that's happening in, in our country, in our world. So for me, you know, you know, like all of us, we're adjusting. And, you know, yesterday was a lot of homeschooling with my kiddos, less work time for me. And I just, by the end of the day, I, I was just seriously considering banging my head against the wall. So I decided not to do that. And instead went on Facebook. because Good choice. Good, yeah, good, good alternative, right? So Facebook's Thank a good you. alternative from banging my head against the wall. So, but it's funny, I, I saw someone post about mindfulness. I'm like, that's exactly what I need. Um, you know, I've, I've been meditating and uh, what have you in the morning, but in terms of like mindfulness throughout the day, I could definitely get better with. So um, it was a great little acronym I heard and I wanted to share with, with all of you. It's called STOP and it kind of stands for the S-T-O-P stands for different things. So the first one is S, it stands for STOP. So that's literally just STOP you know, in your kind of negative spiral, your, you know, whatever negative emotion that's, that's not working for you, just STOP. Uh, T is take a breath. It seems so simple, right? Take a breath. We all know we need to breathe. I heard it this weekend, though, that you need to breathe in, breathe out something negative and breathe in something positive, right? So breathe, out, breathe in confidence, breathe out overwhelm or what have you. So I just thought that was cool. The O stands for observe. And how powerful it is to start observing your emotions, your thoughts, your feelings, um, Sometimes I'm so annoyed and I don't even know I'm annoyed, right? And I'm like, hold on, I got to get better with this. I got to get better observing. If I'm overwhelmed, I'm tired, I'm stressed, um, what have you. Um, and also your body teaches us a lot. And then the P is proceed. So the P then gives you that like pivot. There's time to pivot. There's something, doing something to support you, whether that's calling a friend, um, doing a quick meditation, taking a walk, having a cup of coffee, um, having a glass of wine or a bottle of wine. No. Something oh positive, right? <laughs> Whatever works for you, but something to support you um, in that moment of overwhelm. So stop, stop, take a breath, observe, and then proceed. So for me last night, I did those four things. And the, the positive was I actually journaled. I proceeded and actually journaled how I was feeling. And I'm not a big journaler. I've been working on that. And it was really like therapeutic. Then I went to sleep. So I give that to all of you. We're all figuring it out. This, this new normal right now. And um, we all just need to keep getting better at looking inside ourselves of how we're going to get through this in a mindful way. 
That is so true, right? So I was um, watching an interview from uh, Tim Ferriss uh, with Brene Brown, right? Super powerful people. And during the interview, Tim Ferriss recommended a book called Already Free. Let me get the by Bruce Tift. Um, and I start listening to it. And oh my gosh, it sounds to me that this book was written for what we are going through right now. Mm. And it's so weird, right? That you, you were like, oh my gosh, was this guy like, did he know something or what, what's going on here? <laughs> right. But he, he deals with um, the Buddhism and how Buddhism look at different situations. And he talks about the suffering, the choice. It's much more how we deal with the situation than the situation itself. So I am still reading it and I highly recommend to all of you. We're going to put the link on our show notes um, too. So you can also uh, get that support. Love it. Love it. And, and I think we're going to, as we jump into Monique's amazing story, you know, she's going to have so many tips and, and strategies too, because we're all, we're all navigating this, but we can become, you know, our, our higher version of ourselves through this. And I do believe that as a world. And also just looking in the mirror, because I'm like, you know what, I need to get better with mindfulness, whether we're going through an epidemic or not, <laughs> you know? Mm. So without further ado, Monique, um, we always like to ask all of our amazing, amazing women on the show, um, what propelled you to get involved in real estate investing? So I got into real estate investing completely by accident. I, I, growing up, I was taught that success was, um, you know, going to school and becoming a doctor, lawyer, professor, engineer. Like that was, that was it. Those are the options. That was success. And I was a beautiful girl and I, but I didn't like math and sciences as much. So I went into law and, um, and the only thing I've been taught about real estate was that you should buy your own house. Uh, and so in 2005, I went to buy my own house. And this was towards the top of the last bubble. And, um, and I live in Los Angeles, which is a really expensive market. And even back 15 years ago, a, a, you know, a modest house in a modest neighborhood. I'm not talking about a, uh, a palace, <laughs> like, or a mansion in Beverly Hills or <laughs> Bel Air. It's like modest with upwards of like 500, 600, $700,000. So I, um, even though I, I have was working at a law firm, I had a, a, you know, okay salary, six figures. I couldn't afford anything by myself. And a friend of mine who was in a similar boat suggested that we purchase a duplex together. He would live on one side, I would live on the other side. And I thought, okay, that's a good idea. I can afford half a house, so let's do it. Uh, but instead of finding a house with two equal sides, we ended up finding this old, beautiful craftsman that had a bigger downstairs and upstairs was this smaller two-bedroom apartment and there was a converted garage in the back. And, and so instead of each taking a unit, we each took a bedroom in the larger unit. We rented out the upstairs, we rented out the back house, we even rented out our basement. And before I knew it, we were house hacking. I didn't know that was a thing, but that's what we did. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, this is awesome. These people are paying our mortgage. And you know, it's like, I get tax benefits, this is sweet. And then when I met my husband, he had a duplex. Um, and then we had got a single family rental together. And after the, the crash um, in 2008, then we started to flip. Um, we started to flip houses. So 
that was that was how I got into real estate investing kind of by accident um, realizing that it could be used as a as a means to um, yeah help supplement um, and then like in 2008 I really needed to <laughs> get into real estate investing uh, when the economy crashed so uh, you know I I was pregnant at that time um, I got pregnant, so I got married in 2007. I was pregnant with my daughter uh, in 2008. And I, when I was about almost six months pregnant, I got, I got fired. So I was. Well, that's a very good timing, right? 2008, oh, you got pregnant. Well, this was, this was before, and then you this before got, everything went down. I know. Uh, my like, goodness. <laughs> yeah, this was, this was uh, like late spring, early summer of 2008. Um, so it was already not great. I mean, I, I, I literally went in expecting to get a bonus, um, and then I got fired. Uh, so, wow. and, um, yeah, and then my stomach had just popped, like all of a sudden, like the week before I started to look really pregnant, like until then I just looked fat. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. We have that just, period. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That you like, hold on. Am I pregnant? I'm not fat. <laughs> I had that period. And I was like, for the love of God, I want to look very, very pregnant. <laughs> exactly. You just look like you're gaining weight. So I was like, I was super excited that week. Cause I had all, finally, I looked pregnant. Like I didn't just look fat. Um, and then I was like, Oh great! Now I look really pregnant, and I have to go look for a job. And I decide, you know what? I look too pregnant to look for work right now. So I'm going to wait until after I give birth, and then I'll do a maternity period, and then I'll, you know, I'll find a new job. And my daughter was born in August of 2008. Late August of 2008 was within a month. The markets were crashing. There was like, you know, no jobs in sight, and which is fine because I actually hated being a lawyer. Like, hate, it was so miserable. <laughs> so it was a gift, you know, in the, in the end. That didn't feel like a gift at the time, but it was a gift. Um, and so, but I was like, I, I had this newborn. The, the economy was in free fall. My husband was self-employed. His, his uh, income went down like 90% at the time. And, um, you know, we were like, we couldn't rely on jobs. Uh, at the time, but luckily we had our real estate. So that really helped save us. Um, and, you know, and I'm like right now, if that's come up a lot for me this at this time, um, you know, especially at this time as we're like looking at the markets like tumbling and crazy economy and all of this stuff. And I'm just like, this is why I, I'm so passionate about what I do. I'm so excited for what you do, like helping people, especially women, get into real estate and get those extra passive income streams, get that, because it's like a, that, that real estate that we had was a safety net for us. Um, it, can, it helped keep the roof over our heads. It, um, you know, it, it just, it allowed us options. Um, because I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what would have happened if we didn't, if we didn't have that at the time um so we were able to we sold one of the properties we used that and then we started we got into flipping at the time and then we learned about syndication um by the time it was syndic we learned about syndication like 2015 and then we got into that in 2016 uh but from yeah we, we, probably like 2009 you know on it was our real estate that helped us to help sustain us
right? Yeah. So uh, it was not an overnight, right? So some people that might know you now no. and, and know your <laughs> success and everything, they're like, oh my gosh, you're so lucky, right? <laughs> so that period of being lucky was a lot of hard work. And where you guys are right now with syndication, the amount of units that you currently own and everything. Um, what are the lessons that you learned in 2008 that you're like, oh, this, this is going to apply in this situation right now? Or you think that this is so unique that we're just like throwing darts on, on, on the wall and figuring out like, whatever it lands, it lands. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is a, this is a unique period. Um, it's hard, it's hard to know like how long this is going to go and, but it's still the, the past there's cycles, right. And the past leaves cute, leaves clues. Right. So what, this is, it was such a good question that you asked. I think the, the main things that I've learned that I think could apply again, first is that your I guess the first thing is that there's a lot of opportunity in this period I just heard um this and I, I don't there was like uh basically like the word for crisis in Chinese is like two characters mm -hmm. one one character means danger and the other character means opportunity mm. um and within this moment there's both and depending on how you look at it and what you look for, you can see the danger and then it like takes you out or you can see the opportunity and it can springboard you wow, and, and lift you higher. And I think that in this time, like most people are going to contract. Most people are going to run away. Most people are going to like make pretty dumb mistakes. They sort of like fo follow the herd and the, the herd you know, it's like our reptilian brain is like danger, danger. Like they got scared and it runs like in the opposite direction. Um, and then, but if you can flip your focus from like, what's the danger to what's the opportunity, um, then you can find it because there's more opportunity now than ever. Right now, it's still like things are still being like shuffled. And, um, but that was especially as things like start to calm down you know we get on the other side of this virus um there's going to be all of this opportunity so being um ready for that opportunity is going to be uh and then like being able to to take it so one is like looking for the opportunity another thing so you know when we started to flip in la like at the time houses were on sale Right. Um, they were, you know, they were all of a sudden the values had gone like way down, like 50, you know, in some cases like 50%. It was so much cheaper. So there was a lot of opportunity, but most people, especially at the beginning, were too afraid to hop into it. So, so looking for that opportunity. And then the next piece was, is having the mindset where you're or like, the courage like exercising your courage muscles um so that you actually will take go for it because most of the people who will be going after opportunities right now are going to be going against the crowd 
they're going to be not, not doing what everyone else is doing because most people are going to be running in the opposite direction. Um, and it's going to go against like the crowd wisdom, the herd wisdom, um, wisdom, you know, the quotes and the herd mentality, I guess you could say. And so it'll, it, you know, when times are sunny, like, like a month ago, two months ago, where it looked mm-hmm. like, hey, this, this economy will never go down. It's just like, everything's so great. Let's right? Just, you know. Isn't um, it funny? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's so weird how different the world is right now than it was a month ago. Um, but at that point, it's like, everybody's like, yeah, real estate's great. Everything's great. Like the market's great. Like everything's always going to go up. Uh, it feels that way. So everyone wants in. Um, but then when it's like going down, that's when people are running scared. So having like that mindset and the psychology to be able to go against the crowd, because the, uh, I, you know, there are these free, uh, free courses on, like uh, Ivy League courses that you can study for free. Yeah. 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 So I signed up for one. I've been doing this one on like viral marketing and Mm. it just like talks about like how, like what makes things viral and what makes not. Mm -hmm. And um, so I just look watching a session about like social influence Mm. and what the, and what crowds do to people. And even when you know something like they'll do these experiments where it might be like, you know, look at this line and then look at these lines, like which line is the same as this one, like yeah. box A or box B. And then they'll, they'll have like the subject be last in the line of like eight people and every, like all eight will give the same answer, but the wrong answer. Like it's obviously wrong. <laughs> like, the one is like the smallest and they're all like, yeah, it's that second line. And then the, you know, the part, the first of the subject's like, no, <laughs> it really isn't. But so, so like all the people are going, yeah, it's that second line. And then by the time they go, like most people will go, yeah, it's the second line. Because even though they like their eyes are telling them that it's not, they're like with all of these other seeming strangers, they're doing something else. They're gonna like there's such a we're so um, our brains are so uh, like geared to be with everybody to be with the yeah, crowd, like, like the conform. Jones effect. Yeah, so it's hard, it's hard to like go against what everybody else is doing. Like it's not, it takes like a real strong mindset to be able to go, okay, yeah, I know everybody's running in that direction, but I, like this is where all the, the opportunity is. And so like having that mindset to be able to go after it. And then, um, and I think the the other thing is, that's important. I mean, right now, what's important is staying healthy. Um, you know, with that health as well. Uh, it wasn't what was then last time, but like I think you need that <laughs> healthy. Um, but also like keeping your like a certain amount of like financial health. Um, you know, so taking going and taking um, action, but really like making sure the fundamentals are strong. Like the fundamentals are the fundamentals and um like taking smart action and so you there is opportunity but i think it's still the time to be conservative um like like really conservative like take like take smart 
options. It's not, not everything's going to work out. It's not like, oh, everything's like, everything in real estate was a good plan. It's like, no, that's not, that's not true. It's like not, mm -hmm. there are opportunities, but not everything's an opportunity. So other things are going to be losers. So it's like really learning like what is the difference between like, what's a good opportunity to go forward? Like what makes sense? What's smart? Like, and then what doesn't? Um, so that you you're taking smart action, but and not like gambling, not risking too much. Yeah, going for it, but really intelligently and um, but and conservatively. I think at this point. Yeah, no, that's an excellent point. I was <clears throat> I was saying to someone too. This is people are so especially for folks. I know Monique, you you have a lot of units that you're managing and you have control over, and 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 same with us. So we're in like problem solving mode, right? So, but beyond problem solving mode, you're also looking at you're studying your, I said, we need to study every single property we own and every market that we're in as, mm -hmm. as literally now until the next year for one year. And to start to see that that's going to tell you so many things like, did you put enough cash reserves, you know, aside, or obviously, and that's pretty obvious. You're going to know where to go, but it's, it's like almost like your own like experiment. Were they the right markets? How did that market fare versus this market? Especially if you're investing out of state and you're in maybe three, four, five, six different markets, which, yeah. you know, a lot of people are. So mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, you have to kind of enter it in not just like, like um, reactivity, which I think some people are in and obviously just trying to figure out, has April going to work? Has, you know, are people going to pay their rent? But more importantly yeah. too, as we weather the storm, what's the real impact? And what is that telling you on future acquisitions? I, that's kind yeah. of where my head, my mindset is. And, um, I think, I think I know the answer, but I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be very interesting. Right. Tell because us, tell us, tell us. <laughs> I think, I, I think for our own portfolio, I think the, the, you know, our, our purchases we made later in our tenure of investing are probably going to fare better than the stuff that we started with, you know, our in New Jersey. And that's just my hunch, but I don't know. Um, you know, and, you know, obviously the, the, the markets that we're in that are a little more class B are probably going to fare better than we have a couple of properties and, you know, a number of properties in class C environments. I think they're probably going to be hit harder. Again, I could be yeah. completely off. Uh, I mean, that's just my hunch, but I'd be, in, I'd be interested to see if I'm right. Either are our hunches and what we know in your own real estate experience going to prove out what you did and it was the right choice three, four or five years ago that you purchased, or is it going to teach you something new? I think we're in uncharted times. That's, I do believe. So yeah, there are cycles, sure. but I don't know. I'm trying to be curious versus just reactive as well. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, uh -huh. the past couple of years I've been, we've, we've been trying, we've been focusing on recession resistant, like really thinking about, cause I, I mean, I never expected this this level of like crazy, mm -hmm. but I, I was expecting, a, I was expecting um, us to have a recession and I was like, any, any day now it's going to happen. We're overdue. So I knew that was coming. So I was, you know, the past couple of years I've been trying to get that. Um, so, and I, I agree with you that, you know, most class C, it's going to be really hard because that's, you have a lot of people in that demographic that are hourly that have, you know, like service job they're you know a lot more like paycheck to paycheck one paycheck away from um economic disaster i mean most americans are unfortunately um but so that that demographic is likely going to be harder though you know we we got some c-class properties last year but our focus was on section eight 
so that is you know it's like like <laughs> right now that's probably like the safest one of the safest places to have tenants because the government's paying the rent um and then for you know for any of you who have section eight out there you can tell your tenants if they lose their job and they let them know then the government um can pay their share they have a you know a portion. oh really yeah so they should they should call let right away to um to see if they can up the um up the section the section eight payment so that they they that the government can do 100 percent um but yeah so that like other than section eight yeah mo most c-class is gonna really hurt um a lot of b-class too and but there you know actually yesterday i was on a mastermind with a bunch of multifamily owners and we were talking we were just like brainstorming about different um different strategies that we can take and you know just to like like right now we're it's a loss mitigation mode we're not we're not trying to like raise the noi you know like <laughs> exactly right like, increase like, the profit <laughs> yeah yeah what can we improve to raise rents it's like no right now you just try to like like stem the losses as much mm -hmm. as possible so like that's the first thing like your focus goes from like okay let's you know let's here's your, your lease is up. We're going to raise your rent 50 bucks or hundred. I was like, no, like right now it's like, yeah, like let's keep our tenants that we already have at the same, um, mm -hmm. at the same rent, you know, like nobody's getting rent increases or we just want to keep people coming in, keep the people we have. Um, and the, and then also like maybe even incentivize them to pay early, mm -hmm. like, Hey, we'll take $50 off if you pay like, you know, $50 off a month if you pay April and May. like some people might be able to pay early and like now they might have a job, they might not have a job in a month. So like, like how can yeah. you incentivize them to pay earlier? Um, how can you like, and then figuring out what resources are available for your tenants to help them pay. Mm -hmm. So um, maybe like right now, like I haven't gotten into this new act that was passed on Friday, but it's a lot of money in there for people so there's like the checks that are just going to come out there that's going to be sent to everybody but also um <clears throat> for businesses so say you know like some of your tenants are like sole proprietorships and they have their own business um they they can have some money um that that can help you know pay for the rent mm -hmm. um so like finding different things like helping them like oh you lost your job here's unemployment here's how you apply here's how you like helping them like stay um keep you know keep the money coming um what was some what uh, oh finding like if there are any so certain essential businesses are are hiring so you know so like food distribution places or you know medical or like like places maybe making masks and like all these things like certain yeah. people are hiring so figuring out like what what are employers in your community that are open for business, busier than ever, and hiring. So mm -hmm. that, oh, you lost your job? Here, this place and this place and this place are hiring. So you can look here and get a new job. So um, <clears throat> just helping helping your um, your tenants as much as possible so that they can weather the storm so you can weather the storm. Um, exactly. And, and so you can just like maintain as much as possible your, your cash flow um, because for businesses, cash flow is oxygen. It is. You need to be able to breathe.
You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting. From finding the best guests, to the maintenance, to organizing the cleaners after every guest day. With Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. As a full-service vacation home management company with vacation homes in key destinations across the U.S., they know a thing about how to make owning a vacation home easy and profitable. On top of proactive property maintenance visits by professional local teams, a hospitality-driven booking platform, and around-the-clock support, Vacasa earns homeowners an average of 20% more revenue from their vacation homes. Vacasa is always thinking of ways to simplify the vacation home owning experience by putting your home to work for you. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with the reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. So I was actually having this conversation with another friend, um, and we were like, I see a couple of posts on Facebook that people are like really relaxing and catching up on things. <laughs> and I was like, maybe I am like in a different, I don't know, but people that ever, <laughs> I know, <laughs> I'm not relaxing. I will love to, you know, do all of this and just really relax, especially my mind I was like, well, things are in a break. So I am not. And, and I was sharing with her that the people that I surround myself with, they're also not, right? We're always in mastermind classes and, and virtual conferences, virtual meetings, virtual everything. And our conversation is like, okay, what is, where is the opportunity now? What can, how can we serve people? How can we, you know, wave this wave? And it came to my mind, you guys remember that pilot that landed uh, his, um, on the Hutchinson River? Mm-hmm. The H- Hutchinson. Yeah. 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 I would like that. The Tom Hanks movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was Sully. asked. Something silly. Yeah. He, he was asked once uh, how you had like three minutes, right? To prepare for, for this. How, how were you able to, to do it? He's like, no, I prepare for that my entire life. Was the three minutes was like the application of my preparation. So, and that's what I'm seeing now. Like we all go through, you know, pay for thousands of dollars on training, masterminds. We we pay to burn our feet, walk on fire. We pay to, you know, do yeah. silly things. Yeah. I I am all of it. I like I did like crazy imaginable things to like break my patterns, understand how my brain works and like we shape my mind and everything. 
Um, so now all of that is being kind of, kind of like tested. tested, right? So like, goodness, not that I, we are this like human being that were like invincible that we don't have days that are like, oh, F this, or we're crying, but we don't stay in that mentality. And I think yeah. that really connecting deeper with your tribe helps to get out of that mentality quicker and also to, to strive. So for you, Monique, the mindset, right? We're all having those conversations about problem solving and looking at future opportunity. Of course, we are very mindful of the families that are suffering right now, but we're also thinking those families are going to have issues that we're going to be able to solve in the future. Yeah. Our tenants, we're kind of like in training, training mode. I was having a conversation with Anna Kelly and, and different leaders about how maybe we can train tenants uh, in finances in a couple of uh, videos for them to set themselves up. So right now, do you think that people are going to be in like a educational mode and will, will invest in themselves if they are in that situation that they're like confused or, or they're just gonna shut down and just pretend that nothing is happening? I think there'll be a lot of people that will shut down and they're just gonna Netflix and chill for the next few months. Um, and all they wanna do is binge watch TV and, um, you know, but I think that smart people are taking this time to educate themselves. And, it, and, and you, you, this is reminding me that I'm having, <laughs> I'm hosting a, a virtual summit next week, um, April 7th through 9th um, on how to survive and thrive through real estate. So the psychology and strategy you need to um, weather this economic storm we're in. Mm -hmm. So bringing together 12 incredible women who are experts in money, money mindsets, of like economic forecasting taxes, and then all mm. of these asset classes that are, that are poised to do really well right now, um, to share, to share about like how, how best to navigate this system. So that's a, that's a three-day summit. You should come. General admission is free. Um, so it's a way to learn, um, and to, and the, and also like connect. So I think we all need community as well. But so like connecting with other women yes. we have for our, at a the VIP level, we have these like nightly happy hours <laughs> like nice. with the speakers and virtual happy hours um, to have that connection, but then also learning. So I, I mean, I know I'm definitely doing a lot to learn. I just, I was saying how I was doing this, um, one of those free U10 courses and mm. um, just like, well, okay, well, what can I learn? How can I sharp, sharpen my saw, right? Um, as, as, they, as they say, it's like that, that Abraham Lincoln story, right? He's like, if you had 12 hours to cut down a tree, what would you do? He's like, I'd take 11 hours to sharpen my saw um, or sharpen my ax, right? Sharpen my ax. And so this is like ax sharpening time right now Absolutely. because like until, well, while we're all at home, we can't go out and do much, but um, until until then like this is like act sharpening time this is like the time to learn so the time to um really figure out like okay what are those opportunities that'll be out there how can i take advantage of them yeah like what do i have to have in place 
so that when we can we're free to go out again <laughs> we can like go like hit the ground running um and take advantage of the opportunities that exist Absolutely. And, and we're going to put a link in our um, show notes, ladies, for anyone that wants to attend Monique's uh, virtual conference, really excited about it and supporting it. And we'll put a link in there too. So you can, you can follow, you know, get, 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 get it, you know, get your ticket as soon as you can. She's probably curated some amazing, amazing women. So, um, you know, hands down. So just wanted to recommend that, you know, it's interesting what you, we're, we're talking about too, because, I had the conversation with my husband. So instead of um, watching Netflix last night, we were like, we need, we, you know, talking to my husband, because I do work with him, has been like literally the hardest thing, right? We usually have like our Friday days where the kids would be in their, you know, daycare and school and we'd go have a little little lunch. We'd ride our bikes, have a little meeting. Like that's, that's just not happening, right? Obviously now. And I don't mean to say that yeah. in a funny way, but it really... Um, so at nighttime, I usually fall asleep. So, you know, it's just been interesting. And my husband likes to sleep in sometimes. So trying to get each other on the same page has been hard. So last night we, we sit down. I said, all right, I got like maybe 15 minutes. I didn't have the best day. I, you know, it's just probably got 15 minutes to talk about this. And he, he's like, we really need to um, make, a, make, it, make that higher that we've been talking about. And I'm like, now? Like, so then my like fear of cautiousness came up, right? Like this is the worst time to hire people. Um, that was like my negative, like Liz negative talk. And then we kept talking about it. I'm like, you're right. This is the best time. So, so this is actually a, a very interesting time we're in, as long as you're conservative, obviously, um, in, in your numbers <laughs> and your cash flow, obviously, all those sort of things. This might be the time to do things you've been putting off. And I don't think people yeah. are talking about that. And we've been putting this off. I mean, I've been writing an SOP. Andressa knows, I, you know, me and, me and writing down processes is not like a marriage made in heaven. However, <laughs> however, you laugh, Andressa, but I've been getting better. Yeah, I'm so proud of you. Thank like, you. Listen, I like that. I, Positive yeah. encouragement. Although, you know, one thing you could do, and this is because uh, writing process is not my thing either. And it sounds like whoever you hire should be good at processes. That's right. <laughs> like, as a, you know, like that should be yeah. good thing. So hire them and get them to do the process. Right. Well, I, that's the thing, Monique. I yeah. really, for me, I'm like, I got to have it complete. I did 66% of it. You know, I was very like, I, I, but I'm like, you know what? Sounds good. What do you need my help with? He's like, really? Because then I thought about it and I really came back. I'm like, you know what? As long as you ran the numbers and fees and you feel confident and we know, you know, I, I don't want to hire someone and then let them go. That would not be good. But if you feel confident, you know, the numbers on that business a little better than I do. I'll get out of the way. I'm in. He's like, oh, okay, cool. So, but like, you know, I, yeah. I, yeah, I'm excited. You know, literally Monique, I've been talking about this for a year and you know, it's, it's not the highest and best use in our real estate business. And I can put my energy in other things that is aligned with what I'm good at and, and is aligned with my, my core genius right now. This is the time to be discovering what, what are you, what are you drawn to? What's your passion? Yeah. What do you love to talk about and learn about? This is a great time to rediscover that for ourselves. And instead of contracting, you're absolutely right. Because my initial was like, hold on, you know, um, we're talking about getting some landscaping done. I'm like, no, 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 we, we could do it ourselves. He's like, well, I actually ran the numbers and we'd only be saving about $200. I'm like, oh, all right, that's different. That's different, you know? But again, we all want to contract and that, I'm not saying like go and like have a crazy party and spend tons of money right now. I'm not suggesting that ladies. Virtual party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, complete sidebar, but a building we used to own was on the news and um, they had a Corona party. And these what? apartments, 
Yeah, they had a Corona party and they had about, um, this is about a 500 square foot proper, you know, unit, if you will. It's like a one bedroom. They had 45 people in there. You were kidding me no, right now. I, I, no, no. Yesterday, Matt goes, you want to laugh? And I'm like, yeah, I need all the laughs I can get. He's like, look at the property. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Corona party. And they're like pressing charges now. They had 45 people in a 500 square foot property. That in is that, unbelievable. Sorry, oh I had to just say that. It's just really. Where is it? New Jersey? Were they, were they yeah. trying oh to get Corona? Or is that what they just were yeah. like. Yeah, right. <laughs> let's like, do it so we all can get it and we share it. it. They just yeah. were probably just doing the whole, you know, finger up and like, I'm going to do what I want to do. Like, you got to be like, seriously, like. 45 no. people all convinced each other that that was yeah. a good idea. Yeah. Thank the Lord. Wow. We don't own that building anymore. <laughs> it's been a while, but it's just kind of like. Our property's on the news for a Corona party. That's interesting. That's doesn't seem like a good idea. Yeah. But I just, I love what, I love what you said, Monique. And I, I think we all need to keep our check, keep ourselves in check because some of us who are more cautious people and a lot of women are, you know, you teach women just like us, a lot of cautiousness and traditionally, and we all have to keep that like Sometimes there's a, there's a time to be cautious. And then there's a time to say, my hand is not, my hand is closed. I need to open it. And I need to be like, okay, let's hire that person conservatively, but let's do it since we've been putting that off. Now is the time, not in six months. Now we'll probably get better talent too, to be perfectly honest. (laughs) We'll probably get someone who we can really help and they may be between jobs. This might be a perfect fit, you know? So I just, I need to take that lesson because I, all of us have these things that are coming up for us wherever your stuff is. I don't know. Everyone's got something that they're working Mm -hmm. through and that is for me. And I'm like, okay, put my cautiousness aside. Let's do it. You know? Um, so Monique, a couple of things we want to just share with you or want us want to hear from you about is before we go to like how ladies can learn about you, I really want to share. I want to, we don't get a lot of women who've been investing as long as you have, you know, and I think that there's a lot of value in that. So what has been like the greatest lesson you've learned over the 14 years you've been doing this? Oh my gosh. There's so many. It's hard to like pick one. Um, Especially that could be helpful to women right now. Yeah. One thing that I, I think is important to do, um, and you can't, you can't do this immediately, but this is just in general. It is important to diversify. So you don't want to be, you don't want to have all your eggs in one basket, whether that's like the same market, the same asset class, the same everything. Um, and so you, you want to try to like, yeah, get diversify as much as possible. So that will, that will help when things are crazy that, um, you know, there might be something over here that they're, they're not correlated and they're, you know, some, something might be going with the cycle and something else is counter cyclical or, you know, different things that will really help is having that, um, is having that, uh, that diversity in your portfolio. Now, I don't think that means that you should necessarily like try to learn everything so you can have that diversity. So that might, that might be, okay, I'm going to do some passive investments um, and I get into a syndication and this other asset class or this other market, or uh, maybe some turnkey properties or, or some other things so that you can, it'll, it'll just help hedge your, hedge your bets. Um, and that's something that has really helped us, especially in this time around having 
having, I mean, hope, knock on wood, it'll, it'll stay that way. It's hard to know. It's still at the beginning. So hopefully in like a year, I'm not like everything tanks, like all of it, all six states, all the ass, everything, you know, like, I don't know, but not. You're not absolutely like right. <laughs> so, You're absolutely right. Um, like smartly diversifying. Yeah. And then having like, just being, having really like the smartest people around you and like are learning or I guess education too. Um, always like always learn, always be um, educating yourself because as conditions change, like your strategies will have to change. And you're so you've always, I, I, I never stop learning. I'm kind of, um, I'm a kind of a personal, I'm a personal development and education junkie a little bit. <laughs> like, I might need help. Like I, I might need a 12 step program, but I, I'm like obsessive with that. Address that needs think- a 12 step program. Absolutely. Huh? <laughs> you need a 12 step program. You're always like, I'm oh, reading 15 bucks. Yeah. yeah I can't help it. I just don't know. Like, uh, that's how I operate. My mom's like, what are you reading now? I was like, well, I have this book, this book, and this book, and I have yeah, this I- auto book going on. It's like, how did you keep up? I was like, how other people do it? I cannot just stay with one book. I gotta have, I have like, divers- diversify yeah, like my book. Six right, time. isn't it? <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, I'm told, whatever that Twelve step, like I'm, I, yeah. My name is Monique, and I'm a personal development, <laughs> <laughs> personal development holic. Anyway, but like, but that education, I think, has served me so well, um, because I'm always, and you know, and it's like, okay, I'm gonna go to this real estate conference or learn about this mode, and um, secretly, that's partly why I like having my podcast too, because I like I'm bringing women that yeah. are doing all these different things, and I can learn from Absolutely. them, and um, you know, so. Like that's that I think helps keep that axe sharpened, right? Yeah. Um, so that that would be the other thing. So like, just continue to learn, um, and because strategies will will change, especially as the cycle economic cycle changes. Like what worked a year ago may not work right now, and there are other things that will be a much better bet. So yeah, keep keep that axe sharpened and keep learning. Great advice. Great advice. Uh, Monique, where can the ladies listening learn more about you and all the great resources you have? Uh, well, the best place, head to my website, reigoddesses.com. Um, but you can find me um, at reigoddesses on the social media, Twitter. Not really Twitter much, but I have one. <laughs> it's more Instagram, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And we're going to put all this information on our show notes, in, including the upcoming summit. So you can have a discount over there with our yeah. code. Uh, and now we're going to transition to our fabulous three questions. And the first one is, what's the most transformational book you have ever read? I like, I like you. I read so many. But the one that I always turn back to is from uh, this author called Florence Covell Shin. I think it was written 1928. It's called The Game of Life and How to Play It. Mm. Mm. I have not read that one. Oh, taking notes. So good. <laughs> all I right. Open it at random because there's all like all, it's really, it's small, but like every other lot, every line in there is just like, just nuggets of gold. So. And I really, I'm really into like older books. And so impressed how like current they are, like yeah. so impressed. So, okay. And the next question is what's the most powerful routine you do to create a financially free and balanced life? 
Um, I think it's my, my morning routine. So I wake up, I, um, I have like, a, I meditate, I journal, I ask myself the one thing question, like what's the one thing I can do to make everything else easier and necessary. Um, I have a, I have a morning sensual session with my husband. So it was like daily, daily sex helps keep us both connected. <laughs> we use orgasm actually as a, uh, as a as a manifestation tool um, look at this this is the first <laughs> ever that you heard of this ladies you're you're here for a treat love I it know. actually if you look into in think and grow rich he kind of talks about you're absolutely like, right you know you're absolutely yeah. right sex so, transmutation something they some yeah, term yeah, sex like transmutation yeah. transmutation yeah tra not transportation sorry <laughs> <laughs> But it does carry you places. It brings. It does carry you places. There you go. There you go. There you go. And and I'm like, even if it doesn't work, whatever. Like you're having orgasm. There's no downside to this. There you go. The last question, Monique, is which woman, famous or not, has inspired you the most? So, my mom. My mom is the woman who's inspired me the most. And I just, I learned from her um, the power of like self-care. Actually, when I was younger, she was not into that at all. <laughs> it was like really, I usually like would get, could get into rages, really unhappy. And she and my father split up for a year and a half when I was 13. And, um, and then she went to therapy and she just learned, like she realized that happiness was something that she had to she had to take her own happiness was her her job so she started to exercise get her nails done and like just take mm -hmm. care of herself and um and just became this different person um she and my father got back together again they've been together now 53 years wow. <laughs> um and that has and like that I just saw just what a difference that made um just like taking care of you know just caring for yourself like putting your own oxygen mask on first yeah. and like and I think for a lot of women we see the opposite like you put the husband first the kids first mm -hmm. everything else first and then we get the dregs um and that creates this epidemic I think of like depression and rage and you know people trying to like fill themselves up with food or shopping or whatever yeah opposed to like just figuring it's like okay what would make me happy and then going for that so that has really um that lesson has served me throughout my life and I and then I, I've done other work as well as with the feminine and realized like the power of pleasure for women and um and how that that has shifted but my mom was my first model and then she's just like beautiful open-hearted generous loving loving person um and you know that and i mean there are a lot of lessons i learned from her but that's one of the, the main ones mm. that's wonderful monique thank you so much for being on our show uh we're excited to just continually you know being be in relationship with you and just as we're yeah. so aligned it's right. just it's exciting to be on this path with you and figure out more and more things we can collaborate on and uh yeah. you know just excited and we really appreciate your time thank you thank you thank you monique if you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, 
go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. There, you can subscribe to our show, become part of our investor community, and get updates on upcoming episodes. If you like our show, please share it with other women who would benefit. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, we encourage you to take one action as a result of today's show and put it into motion so you can live both a financially free and balanced life. Thanks for spending time with us. Ciao.